This is Let's Get Real, the only podcast brave enough to give you the details on the good, the bad, and the ugly about real estate investing. Join your host, Sean Tiberio, as he shares the secrets and lessons he's learned over the years from investing in real estate and speaking and teaching others all over the U.S. Without further ado, let's get into today's show. What's up? Let's get real family. How's everybody doing today? Welcome back to the show. This week, little different uh, episode. I happen to be going through some of the older episodes and just some different content that I'd recorded for some other things. And, and there was this um, episode that I did not too long ago. It was actually for a, another podcast. And but the topic fits because it's weird. I was listening to this episode and it's all about creating rhythms and creating habits. And everybody I've been speaking to lately, my clients, not clients, just people in different groups and social aspects that I'm part of, everybody's been talking about how they're struggling in their real estate business to keep consistency, to keep routines, whether it's around the marketing side, whether it's around searching for uh, money, whether it's around just keeping their rehabs up on track and as far as kind of moving the project along, it, it all boiled down to rhythms, consistency, whether it's from themselves or, or inside their own business. And that's kind of the brutal truth about this business, right? It's so easy to sometimes get into a complacency rut and then all of a sudden we're, we're kind of left sitting there going, man, it's been a while since we've actually found anything or, man, it's been a while since we, you know, been really moving on the project. I feel like the project's kind of at a standstill. So I decided to kind of go into some of the old archives of some of my stuff and pull this sucker out and bring it to you guys again this week in case you missed it in some of the past content that's been out there for myself over the years. Decided to pull her out, dust her off a little bit and put it together. So sit back, enjoy, get ready to figure out a new way of kind of creating these daily rhythms and daily habits and how they can kind of take your business to another level by really creating solid workflows and rhythms inside of your day and week. We'll see you at the very end. Big, big topic. I've been, I've been noticing a trend lately. Uh, some groups that I'm a, a part of and uh, some clientele that I, that I help out uh, with, that I work with on, a, on kind of a, on a regular basis, kind of help them elevate their life to a whole new level. And, you know, this, this theme and, and this topic around rhythms, around a, some daily habits, a daily rhythm and really just kind of creating routines and how to how to bring those uh, rhythms and routines more into a habit form and you know just kind of how do I start my day and how does how does my day look and uh, kind of all blends into kind of time management at the same time but uh, that's a, that'd be a topic for a whole other podcast there with uh, time management because we really can't manage uh, time we can just manage our use of of time but one of the ways that we can uh, start to get a little bit better with that. It's just starting to create some of these uh, rhythms and routines. So I figured I'd sit down and just 
uh, put an episode together uh, on this. And uh, I'm going to break this down in a couple different ways. We're going to talk quickly about why rhythms and routines are so important uh, to begin with. Why, why do we even need to uh, have these? I know some of you out there may be uh, listening to this and, and thinking, you know, I've got a pretty good uh, routine and you're not really sure why you did it. You just started doing it maybe or you don't really understand maybe the the big benefits behind it. You just know that it works for you. And others of you may not have any type of uh, rhythm or routine, and you're thinking, well, what the heck's the point, Sean? Why, why do I even need to uh, worry about creating these rhythms or these routines? So I've got about five different uh, major reasons that, uh, you know, over, over my years and just working with a number of individuals, stuff that I've heard them say uh, to me as to why it's important, uh, why it's been impactful, uh, to them, and then we'll talk a little bit. How do we create them? So we'll start here first with uh, the first reason why rhythms and routines are important. And uh, one of the very first reasons I I, I believe, and, and I've seen this a number of times with a lot of the clients I work with, is when you have rhythms and routines. When you when you're doing something on a daily basis, uh, maybe it's a rhythm and a routine to your morning. Uh, after so long, these rhythms and routines they they actually become habits. Uh, and they, they start to form a habit uh, simply because we get so used to doing them over and over again. We get used to doing them consistently. Uh, I know for myself, I've got a pretty uh, simple yet uh, powerful way that my mornings go and the way that I start my day. And, and because of that, they've, they've pretty much just kind of become a habit. They're just natural. And when our rhythm and our routine becomes habit, it actually starts to free up brain space. It actually starts to free up our thinking uh, process. I know some of you guys may, may be able to relate to this. You get to the end of the day and you're meaning, oh man, my, I just, my brain is fried. I've been thinking so much today. I've got so much going on, all these different things. Yet there's a number of things that happened throughout the day that we didn't even think about. We just naturally uh, did them because they became habit. Uh, and our morning routine or our morning rituals or uh, rhythm, however you want to call that, when they start to form habits, when they start to form into a habit, they require less brain power. Now, if I've got less brain power being used for uh, some of these ongoing items, these typical uh, rhythms or routines to maybe my morning, my afternoon, my evening, another reason, the second reason why they become so important is uh, by releasing the brain power, right, by freeing up some brain power, this also now frees my mind up to focus on higher level activities. Meaning, if I don't have to think about uh, what time I'm going to wake up, you probably have heard there's a number of uh, people, I know I'm, I'm one in, uh, included in this, I can pretty much go to bed and say, hey, tomorrow I'm going to wake up at uh, 5.30 in the morning. And I'll set an alarm just to ensure that I hold myself accountable to that uh, but there are a number of days, more frequently than not, that I wake up just before the alarm goes off, or I'm waking up automatically and then realizing uh, that within 20 or 30 seconds of me waking up, I start to to hear the alarm. Now, and I know, and I've got friends that uh, say this all the time. I've got clients that tell me this all the time that you know when I've gotten into this rhythm and this habit now of of waking up every day at a specific time, I don't even need the alarm clock anymore. And again, because that's freeing up the brain power, we don't even have to think about it. It's like clockwork. It just happens. And now when we get up and we get our day moving or throughout the course of the day, that's brain power that wasn't used in the morning space. And it's going to free it up to use now on other 
activities. More importantly, higher level activities. Now, third reason why rhythms, routines are so important uh, in our life is you've heard this saying, be proactive, not reactive. Well, when I have a rhythm and a routine, it allows me to proactively get ready for or proactively respond to situations that are going to come up later in the day. If I don't have this rhythm routine, if I haven't created a habit, uh, when something kind of gets in the way of what I was planning on doing, uh, if, if my morning ritual, getting up in the morning, using the restroom, brushing my teeth, making coffee, doing my morning meditation, doing my morning uh, affirmations and, and gratitude uh, exercise, uh, sitting down and going over my my plan for the day, reading, uh, any of these things that I'm going to put into uh, my morning part, if that's not a habit, if it doesn't just kind of go off like clockwork and something kind of throws a curveball in there, I'm immediately into react mode. I'm trying to react to everything else. Uh, but when I've got a solid habit, I've got a solid routine and I'm comfortable with it and I do it over and over and over again, I'm now able to proactively look at maybe even the night before noticing that, hey, uh, there's a there's a very important business meeting or there's something involved with my kid's school uh, that's going to happen or something changed with the uh, the timing of everything tomorrow morning. Uh, so I'm not going to be able to get up at my my 530 time and get all this stuff done or get my, my normal routine in, I'm going to need to wake up at maybe 5.15 or 5.30. Or maybe it's you're used to waking up at 7 o'clock and you're looking at it saying, well, to get it in and to really uh, keep my, my rhythms going, I'm going to need to get up at 6.30 tomorrow. And that's proactively uh, looking at it. If we, if we didn't have this habit, uh, then maybe all of a sudden the alarm clock goes off at 7 a.m. And, and we're like, oh, shoot, I, I got to And you're trying to react to the changes. I, I got a nine o'clock meeting and I need an hour and a half uh, to, to do what I normally need to do. And at some point, something's going to give. You're either going to be late uh, for the event if you just stick to what your routine is uh, or your routine is going to suffer. You're going to cut something out of that. And then you you know what the, the outcome is from there is. We get ourselves out of rhythm and out of balance. It's very, very easy to trickle down effect throughout the rest of the day. If the, if the day doesn't start right in the morning and we're out of balance in the morning, uh, by the evening, it's one of those days where you're like, man, I just I needed to climb back in bed and start all over again and see if I could have made something better out of this. Uh, now, the fourth reason, and this is really, really powerful, uh, when, when rhythms and routines are, are important to you when, and when you create these and you go back to uh, number one, when it becomes a, a, literally a habit it gives you the ability to now create a discipline in the home. Now, when I say discipline, I'm not talking about disciplining your spouse, your significant other, uh, your kids, your, your animals. Uh, it's, it's not about creating discipline just for them, uh, but having discipline in the home. Meaning, I know myself and I know a number of, of you that, that listen to this are uh, maybe uh, early on entrepreneurs or at home entrepreneurs that, you know, we work from home and uh, me personally, this was always a struggle for me, and I never could uh, really get the balance down of it, and, and, I, and I really didn't care to work from home because I could get distracted so easily with, with everything else. But when I started to create better routines and better rhythms uh, to not just my morning but throughout my day, I could create now this discipline around the home, meaning I know when it's work time. 
in, in my plan and, and my rhythms allow me to say that this is a time for me to focus on business. This is time for me to focus on uh, the tasks of the day that are going to support my my professional uh, side of my life. Uh, and I'm not going to get distracted. Or I, I might see those things. I might look over and see the, uh, uh, the the trash that needs to go out or or look over and see the kitchen and think, man, I should probably go get this stuff and, and start doing this for dinner or, uh, you know, the, the bathroom that needed to be cleaned uh, and, and I haven't cleaned it yet. I might get distracted and want to do it. But by having these rhythms, I know that, no, there's a there's a set time for that today. There's a set process. There's a rhythm to my day and there's a routine and there's a time when I'm going to get to that. Uh, and it really helped create a lot of separation between business, home life, relaxation time, um, my, my activities as far as working out, uh, being on the bike, being out on, on runs, swimming, whatever the case was, hiking, I could start to create these disciplines. And some of you uh, may be working full-time jobs, meaning you go to an employer's location to work and still having these rhythms can create this discipline in the home, knowing that when you know you come home and it's it's you got the kids right. When you come home from work, you've got the kids, they've got homework. We got to get the the the, the dinner made. We got to get the trash out. We got to take the dog for the walk. We got to uh, sit down and do this. And before you know it, uh, if if you don't have these rhythms and routines, uh, it's it's a ten thirty eleven o'clock at night. You're whooped and you're laying there on the couch thinking, man, I didn't get anything done that I wanted to get done when I got home because I was so busy reacting. Going back to that other reason, uh, busy reacting to everything that was that was happening. Uh, so creating a good rhythm, not just in the morning. Morning rhythms are great because it starts our day off on a good note. It keeps us moving. It kind of creates the momentum uh, and things that we can look at and say uh, we, we can celebrate those moments. And, and we start off with a win. And anytime we start off winning, we're always in a better mood. Think of a sports team. Uh, if, they, if they're winning the first couple games of the year, uh, then they're going to have more motivation going into the next set of games. And, and that motivation, of and as long as they keep winning, uh, it's going to keep going. But if we start off losing our first one, two, three games, or in this case, we start losing our first one, two, three hours of the day, it won't take long before we start saying, screw it, right? We start giving up on things. We start pushing things off uh, and, and we start lacking the discipline around not just ourselves, but in our own uh, home. Now, the fifth reason, kind of uh, a little bit more of the the important one, it, to me, is by having rhythms, routines, you go back to uh, the fact that it creates habits, you go back to uh, by doing this, it frees up the brain space, and then you also think about, well, that also can help create now some uh, goals or some uh, discipline, so to say, in my my home life. Uh, now, the, the fifth reason is it creates flexibility. It creates flexibility among my my day. And a great example of this has literally just happened a couple of days ago. I was uh, on the phone with a client, and the client could not believe that at 1.30 in the afternoon, I was able to just uh, take off and, and go for uh, an hour and a half, two-hour uh, workout. I could go outside and go for a run and, and just enjoy the afternoon because it was a beautiful afternoon, uh, as it typically is in, in Southern California. Uh, but it's because of these rhythms and routines. It's because of the uh, controlling of everything that's going on, these habits that have been formed, the discipline that's been created, I was able to look at that and say, you know what? It's a gorgeous day. And these things that I was typically going to do or that I had planned to do uh, during this middle afternoon period, I can actually kind of swap this around a little bit. They're not super, super important. I can Today I actually can 
uh, move those and do those a little bit later on uh, in the afternoon, early evening. I'm going to go outside and, and get my workout in now while I can actually enjoy uh, the weather and and almost use that now as, as, a, as a bonus, right? That's, that was a, a victory uh, because I'd done everything that I needed to do that day because I'd kept to my rhythm and routine. I gave myself the ability now to have that flexibility. And flexibility uh, is huge because I know a number of you guys are maybe balancing, still trying to figure out how to get our, um, our, our personal business, right? Our own, our own business up off the ground. But we also got family we're trying to balance. We also have uh, work that we're trying to balance. We got hobbies, we got kids, you know, there's a number of things that, that come in and having that ability to, to create flexibility, not just in your day, but your weeks and your months and into your year uh, is going to be huge. But it all starts back by just simply having a rhythm and a routine. So now the million dollar question, this all sounds great, Sean, but I, I suck at this. I can't do this. I've, I've tried creating these in the past and well, they just didn't work or uh, I, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know how to begin to create a rhythm and a routine to my day. So I've got uh, f- five or six main uh, focus points, some things that you guys could use uh, that have helped me, that have helped a number of other individuals uh, that, that I know that I've talked to. It's one of my favorite things to discuss with people that are uh, successful or people that are in a different area in life than where I'm at, where I'm striving to get to is kind of how do they how do they run their day? How do they run their mornings? More, more, more importantly, the mornings. I think if you really dial in the morning, the other routines and rhythms of your day will naturally form. So number one is to start by writing down what matters. Sit down, make a list of the actual priorities uh, to you in your life, into your day. Uh, for, for some, your priorities is maybe family. So your rhythm and your routine is going to be in there to, to kind of help support that, give you the flexibility and and give you the, the time to, to focus, right? The brain power to focus on the family. Uh, for others uh, that are maybe aspiring athletes out there, uh, you know, when we're, when we're training for different events, races, uh, competitions, whatever it might be, it takes time. And, and that's a, if that's a passion and a priority to you, uh, write that down. Whatever your passion is, whatever your priorities are, write those down. Because when you know what those are, now you can start to create a rhythm and a discipline around that that can support it. Number two is decide a time. Decide a time, meaning decide a time in your day that you're going to focus on this. Decide a time in the day that you're going to implement this. And then more importantly, decide a time that you're going to allow yourself to focus on it, meaning how much time are you going to give towards this uh, task or towards this newfound uh, rhythm and routine. And and the time is very, very important. I've adopted this uh, over the the last few months, and it's become uh, one of my newer uh, parts of my routine in the morning, and I call it the 10 before 10, the 10 items that I'm going to get knocked out before 10 a.m. in the morning. So these are are priority items. These are things that are important to me. These are things that uh, really create my day and make it it happen, Uh, and I gave myself a time, meaning I said that they're going to get done by 10 a.m., partially because it kind of kind of goes together, right? 10 items by 10 a.m. And these are some, some are very simple items. Sometimes uh, other items that fall into that are, are larger ones. And, you know, I, I sit down the night before and I kind of map out what are these 10 items that I'm going to get knocked out before 10 a.m. And they're based off of priorities and they're based off of 
uh, the flexibility that I'm trying to put into my day. And, and again, this goes back to being able to be proactive because now I can look at those and say, here's, a, here's what I'm going to do so that I know that I, one, get the day off to a good start, and two, uh, I strive to have the majority of my most important work done uh, by 10 to maybe 10 a.m. to maybe about noon uh, during the day. And everything after that is not that I just quit working, but I could if I wanted to. Uh, but it's there if I, you know, I, I've got time, I'll add it in. Uh, but if I want to have some flexibility, I can also have some flexibility there. Now, the third re, uh, kind of tip or third way to kind of help create a daily rhythm is go with the flow. Go with the flow. Don't force anything. Just almost like water. Think about water running down a river. And we know that the day is going to throw us a curveball. We know that uh, from time to time, things are a, a rock's going to show up in our path. Uh, we're going to think of that water running down the river. It's going to crash into that rock. Uh, but one thing that's really cool about water is it never lets it stop it, right? It takes a lot of rocks. It takes a, a what we call a dam uh, to really hold back water and keep it. And even then, water's so persistent uh, that dams take maintenance just to to make sure that they don't leak and that that water doesn't get through because water is so persistent that it's just going to keep going regardless. Uh, so it hits that rock in the middle of the river and it just kind of forms its way around it. One goes one part of it goes one way, part of it goes another way, and that's just going with the flow, right? Just flowing with the day. And if if today your your rhythm's a little out of balance, don't worry about it. Don't get so wrapped up in it. Uh, go with it and, and see what the outcome is. Uh, when we start to kind of get dis- depressed or down or uh, kind of get hard on ourselves and get so stern on, well, this was the exact, I said at 9.05 a.m. I was doing this and it's 9.06 and I haven't got there. It's just going to create negativity. It's just going to create a bad mindset for us. Uh, and then it's going to spiral its way Uh, into other items or into other parts of our day. And before you know it, what was starting to be a decent day or a good day uh, can very quickly turn into a not-so-great day simply because we're too rigid. We didn't let ourselves just go with the flow. Number four is set time requirements. This is a little bit different than deciding on a time of the day that you're going to do something. Setting time requirements is more around uh, setting a time frame that you're going to allow yourself an actual a time allotment. Meaning, if I'm going to sit down in the morning and I'm going to do uh, some morning reflections, I'm going to set a time limit to that. I'm going to say that, you know, I'm only going to sit here and allow myself to do this uh, for seven minutes or 10 minutes or five minutes. Some of you are thinking, well, that's a, that's a really long time. And if you're just getting started with this, maybe you just sit down for three minutes to uh, reflect back on on some things. And that's just an example there, but I'm setting a time limit uh, to it because think about when we talk, you know, when we look at things like procrastination, every one of us procrastinate at some point in life. Some do it a lot more than than others, uh, but everybody's going to procrastinate at some point. But typically what happens is a deadline of some sort, let's say we're back in school and all of a sudden homework's due uh, tomorrow, but our teacher gave it to us last week uh, we've had all this time to get this done, and we've chose just to, to wait, to wait, to wait. Typical procrastination, right? 
Uh, but all of a sudden we look at it and go, crap, this is due tomorrow. I better get moving on this thing. And it seems like when we've got a deadline to something, we put our nose down and we can just, it's the human nature. We can just grind something out and bam, we can we can get it done. It may not be the best that it could have been if I put uh, better time frames to it, if I would have taken advantage of the time that I had on it. Uh, but most of the time, humans are very easy and very good at uh, being able to just put the nose to the, to the grindstone, so to say, and knock things out when there's a deadline to something. Uh, so be proactive about it. Put a deadline, a time limit on these different items. Uh, one, to kind of keep control, right? Remember, time management is really just about managing the time that we allot throughout the day to focus on things, uh, to be able to achieve and, and add and get in the most impactful things that we can get in for the day and, and make the day the best that it possibly uh, can be. So manage the time that you're focused on different tasks. And this is a great way to help uh, create some of these rhythms in there. And number five, back, uh, or sorry, bookend, not back end, bookend, uh, bookend your priorities. Really big on morning routines, really big on for myself personally, and I know a number of my clients, uh, when we when we set the day up right, when we have a strong morning foundation and a morning routine and, and ritual, uh, the day tends to go a lot better. The day we, we put ourselves in a much better place mentally, uh, we put ourselves, again, going back to that analogy, we put ourselves in a position to win. We're already winning at the day because these this 10 by 10 uh, or 10 before 10 is, uh, you know, easy to do tasks that we can just, they, they form habits quickly. And, and before you know it, this, this is like second nature uh, and we just feel really good about ourselves. Now, bookending would be ending the day with a very strong ending routine as well. Uh, and for me, this is where I sit back and I reflect back on my day. Uh, you'll hear a number of people talk about time blocking. And, and, and when you start talking about managing time and, and creating habits and rhythms to your day, uh, you should use time blocks. Uh, and time blocks are great. But if you never actually study how well, reflect back on, uh, or even more importantly, track what you actually did during those hours to compare it to what you said you were going to do, uh, you, you're really just doing the definition of insanity, and that's just doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, but you don't even know really what the results are because we don't really pay attention to them. So for me, I have a very strong ending routine of my day uh, that, that consists of just sitting down and re-looking back over the day. How did today go? Did I, did I stick to my routines very well? Uh, did I stick to my schedule did I allow other things to get in? And, and I look and I actually track what actually happened throughout the day on my, my calendar and on my uh, planner, not just what I said I was going to do. I track also what I did do uh, so that I can go back and look at it. I also look at the goals that I've set for myself, uh, the goals that I'm focusing and working on. I sit down in the evening and I look at those and I say, okay, how am I doing on these? Am I on track? Did I focus on them? Uh, is there certain ones that I might be starting to avoid or not doing the, the things that I need to do? Uh, so ending uh, the day. So creating these bookends, a strong morning foundation and a strong evening. It will also allow you to be able to be proactive looking at uh, the next day. Now, the sixth reason, or the sixth way, I should say, not the sixth reason, the sixth way that you can uh, start to create some of these uh, rhythms, these routines for yourself is have time for mental rest. Now, this doesn't mean 
get to bed early. This doesn't mean that you need uh, exactly eight hours or nine hours of sleep or seven hours, whatever it is uh, that studies say anymore uh, that, that you absolutely should have to be working at an optimal level. Uh, you want mental rest, but more importantly, you want mental rest between items and between focus points throughout the day. Too often we try to jam everything in, meaning we try to squeeze every second of the day out of the, of the, of the time that we have available just to get things done. And when we don't allow ourselves these uh, mental breaks, you know, allow yourself 10 or 15 minutes. Uh, you get up in the morning and you're doing a bunch of stuff. Don't just go through your morning routine of uh, maybe some reflection, some uh, meditation, uh, brushing your teeth, making coffee, having breakfast, reading a little bit, and then bam, open up the, the computer and dive right into your emails uh, because you're, you're just going to continue to do that throughout the rest of the day. And before you know it, noon hits and you're burnt out or two o'clock in the afternoon hits and that, that afternoon fog and we're reaching for another cup of coffee simply because we just didn't give ourselves any time to mentally decompress, mentally rest uh, between items. Uh, so for me personally, I typically put about a 15 to 30 minute window uh, in in between different shift points. So if I'm going to be uh, doing my, my morning set of routines, uh, I'm going to finish those up, we'll say by 8.30 in the morning. That's kind of a typical morning for me. I'm going to finish all that stuff up from about uh, 5.30 to 8.30 in the morning. And then from 8.30 to 9, I've got nothing. Nothing's going to go on my calendar. I'm not going to allow anything to fit into uh, that slot. I'm going to do what I want to do during that 30 minutes. I may just sit and relax. I may uh, make another cup of coffee. I might uh, go for a walk. I might take my dog outside and walk for a little bit. Or uh, if I was at the office or something, maybe I just go wander around uh, for 20 or 25 minutes. Uh, again, mentally com decompressing, giving myself some time, and then I'm going to shift the focus. And whatever I've got on my schedule from 9 to about noonish, uh, or 9 to maybe 1 or 2, or if you've got, uh, if you work a full-time job, you know, you know, from maybe nine to five uh, is, is your job, but you've got different tasks throughout the day or you've got different things you're going to focus on throughout the day. So when you shift them, right, when we stop working on one and we get ready to work on something different, take five or 10 minutes and just mentally rest. Just get your mind off of it for a second. Allow yourself to engage in conversations uh, with some friends. Uh, get out and go for a little uh, walk just to get some fresh air. Uh, because these these little moments of mental rest start to compound throughout the day. And, and before you know it, it's 7, 8 o'clock at night and you still have energy or you still uh, feel really good. And again, when we're winning, when we win all day long, when we get to the end of the day and we can look at our day and say, man, I did really good today. Today was a great day. I won at everything. I got everything that I wanted to get done, done. And the items that I didn't get done, they weren't the big items. They weren't the most important ones. So it's okay. I can filter those in later on this week or maybe add them in tomorrow. We go to bed feeling like we successfully completed the day. We're in a better position. We're in a better mood. We go to sleep that way. We're going to ultimately sleep better. And we wake up the next day fully recharged. And all we want to do is repeat that. Because again, just like drugs, just like adrenaline, the dopamine starts to to spike right in our mind and in our brains. And we want more of that. And we want more of that. And, and after so long, after so many days, some say 66 days it takes to create a habit uh, before you know it, these, this rhythm of our day just, just became natural. And all we know is how to win. And when we're always winning, 
we're always succeeding, we're always achieving, and that's the true definition of elevating your life to the next uh, level. All right, guys, thanks for listening. And again, take some of the techniques, take some of the, the topics that we broke down in establishing better routines and figure out a way that you can enhance the way that you're using these type of daily habits or these daily routines in your real estate business. At the same time, think about how maybe you could utilize these with some of your team members. You know, one of the one of the best routines that we started early on in our business venture was consistently having weekly meetings, a weekly meeting rhythm with everybody involved in the company, all the way from our front end office manager, all the way up to us owners, consistently meeting each and every week. And when we did this, we saw massive enhancement to business operations. We saw better deal structures and just overall growth in the business. So maybe that's a daily rhythm or a, a kind of a weekly rhythm that you start to establish. As always, can't wait to hear from you guys. Throw a little comment down there. Subscribe to the show on whatever platform it is that you're listening to. Share this out to as many people as you can get it in front of. Let's all come together and start creating better daily rhythms. We'll see you guys again on a future episode. We hope you enjoyed today's show. To connect with Sean, follow him on all social media at Sean Tiberio or check out his website at SeanTiberio.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the show and come back to check out our next episode. Until then, stay real.